are now listening to Shy Sox Weekly, hosted by Tony Marchese and John Suarez. Co-host Tony Marchese and Johnny Nani. Guys, how are we doing today? Excellent. This has been a little rough getting off the ground, but I think we finally got it. Sale, if you're listening, uh, can you please comment and let us know if uh, if it's if it's better now? All right. So, well, the only comment that just pulled up says, "What kind of underwear is John wearing?" <laughs> so, <laughs> um, we're gonna go ahead and not answer that, but we're gonna assume that the audio in the feed is finally going good for us. So. Um, like we said earlier, we are newly independent. Um, let's kind of break down into that guys. Yeah, let's do it. So we were part of Chicago sports nation, a website that John, Johnny and I used to, uh, uh, do podcasts and blogs for John and I started there back in, what was it? Last February, John, when we, when we both started there. Um, yeah, so we, uh, did podcasts for them. Uh, for a while, uh, John wrote maybe one or two blogs. Uh, I wrote maybe one or two blogs and uh, <laughs> for the White Sox Nation page. And then John and I decide, decided to start a podcast, Shy Sox Weekly. Uh, so that's pretty much what we did uh, all through the year, as, as most of you guys know. And then um, I brought Johnny on to do Four Feathers. Um, and uh, there uh, we teamed up with Ron Luce and uh, we also brought in Tyler Jones. So we started the four feathers podcast uh, and we mainly focused on the podcast side of things. Um, and there was, there was a little bit of friction uh, that, that, that took place there uh, with us focusing mainly on some of the podcasts, some of the directions that we wanted to do things. Um, and, and here we are now. So we're free, independent, allowed to do whatever uh, we want with the show and uh, we're kicking it off with a bang. We also, because we want to write blogs, have started ShySoxWeekly.com. Uh, John, Johnny, you guys want to talk to the listeners about ShySoxWeekly.com? Yeah, so Tony bought the uh, domain ShySoxWeekly, um, and him and I spent probably about three weeks setting up the website, uh, getting a design down. If you go check it out right now, www.ShySoxWeekly.com. Um, you can see that there is a menu option for blogs, podcasts. Um, we have the videos, the teaser videos that I make for uh, these episodes. We have that, a player right in the middle of the website. Um, so at the bottom of that, if you want to read blogs as soon as they come out, Jonda wrote a nice little uh, Michael Brantley one. Unfortunately, he's off the table. But if you go all the way down to the bottom, enter your email address, you can uh, subscribe to that, and then you'll get updates whenever a new uh, post is made there. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was, um, the development of shysoxweekly.com. So we're independent, we're rolling and we'll be cranking out content all season, all off season and all next season. So look, look forward to that. Yeah. So to kind of touch on that Michael Brantley blog really quick, um, let's have a moment of silence for just me in general, because I cry, I about cried myself to sleep that fucking night when I found out that Michael Brantley signed with the Astros. And once I saw the deal that he got, I was like, why the fuck could we not make that happen? What am I missing here? Like, 
So, I don't know. We don't have to talk too much in depth about it. Obviously, the Sox didn't get Michael Brantley. We know an offer was made for Michael Brantley. I forgot who had tweeted it out. I think it was John Morrissey. But I know for a fact the White Sox did make an offer. So, I can't knock them for that. Maybe it just wasn't as good an offer as what he got from the Astros, which was kind of a bargain. So... That was one of the first rumors that they had too. Was was Michael Brantley, and you've been you've been high in the Michael Brantley horse for quite a while. Um, I I'm genuinely sad for you, almost as sad as I was for Beef Loaf when uh, McCutcheon signed, but definitely more sad for you because I thought it would have been would have been cool to see you get your guy there, John. I just want like a gif of like the Grinch with like a sack, like a Christmas sack, and just like a bunch of Michael Brantley faces and me like crying in the corner because he literally stole Michael Brantley from us for Christmas. But yeah, so moving on to what what else? The next in the lineup was obviously we're going to talk about Machado. Did we have anything that we want to slot in between there? Uh, um, not really. I don't think there's really anything that uh, that really comes to mind besides Machado. Yeah, just try SoxWeekly.com, go check it out, and then let's talk about White Sox-related shit now. Manny Machado. Okay. So, so Manny Machado met with the White Sox on Monday. Uh, he actually spent two days in Chicago. Um, I know a lot of uh, various White Sox uh, Twitter personalities tried to make it to the stadium to catch a glimpse of Manny Machado. Uh John, I'm pretty surprised that you didn't want to represent Shy Sox Weekly. I'm talking to you, Suarez, to go down there and meet up with your guy, White Sox Dave. Uh, this is like a fucking Monday afternoon, and I work in the northwest suburbs, dude. If no anything, excuse. you have you have no excuse because you work in the fucking city. There's no excuses there for you, John. You should have been down there. You should have been yep, scoping it out, man on the ground. I was busy trying to figure out how to do a live stream. Well, apparently Kenwo was there, and I don't think Kenwo is the biggest fan of us. So maybe that would have got a, maybe a little friction would have been caused over there by me showing up. But how do we? I don't think anybody do- really got too close to Manny Machado because I don't know if you saw the uh, video that Bruce Levine put out, but someone commented under it and was like, "You need to work on your videography skills because it's just like a shitty ass like flip phone quality video." Of him, like, almost a whole block away <laughs> from, like, Manny Machado. I couldn't even tell if he was walking with, like, Rick Hahn. I knew Rick Hahn was there. Someone needs, to teach, someone needs to teach Bruce how to Zoom. Literally. Exactly. <laughs> and hold his fucking hands still. He had the old man shake going. Well, did anybody did anybody see the uh, the video of the guy today in Philly who walked up to him oh, and started God. screaming at him? You know, yeah. could you, could you, which, uh, which White Sox, which White Sox Twitter personality would have done that to Manny Machado? Shy Sox fan Mike and sounded like a fangirl. That's a hot take. Uh, there. Yeah, I don't know that. That's ridiculous. So, like the, you know, <laughs> dude, there was a Water tweet was. that was just unbelievable. It was like so. There was like obviously that video of the guy that went up to go and take a picture with uh, um, Machado as he's walking in. Um, it's a, like a construction worker, like guy or whatever. So like somebody takes a screen grab of it. What is this? Uh, Frank Z in LA on Twitter. And they tweet the screenshot of it. Like this guy, like pointing at Machado. And it's like, you spent four painful years putting your franchise in position to sign a huge free agent. And then this guy shows up and it's just the most ridiculous shit ever. Like, you know, he's wearing like, you know, like the blaze orange, like oh, <laughs> under, underneath the under hoodie, underneath his overalls. 
And <laughs> yeah. And then, then the even better than that was when Machado walked up to the door, it was locked. Oh, it was locked. Like they weren't ready for him to fucking. Yeah. Do it. Whatever it was. I don't know if that's like, uh, you know, uh, Who locks the door on the, you know, potential, you know, franchise changing free agent. Yeah. I don't know. That was just, they already signed Andrew McCutcheon. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man. Now, not only that, I want to dig into some of the stuff. I don't know if you guys saw, uh, Jim Tomey on MLB network. Um, Ooh, yeah. Did that interview that they were having with him. I thought that was kind of interesting to have Jim Tomey on there and then talk about how Manny Machado is going to the Yankees when Jim Tomey was probably used in the free agent pitch. He was for Bryce Harper. You'd have to think that he was sitting in the meetings either Monday or Tuesday with, with Manny Machado as well. Um, I'm surprised that more of the talk wasn't about the White Sox signing him and they, they wanted to talk all Yankees. But is that just East Coast bias or is that uh, – do people actually think he's going to sign there? I mean, he had the 90-minute meeting there. They went out to dinner afterwards. It was kind of quick. Uh, longer time spent with the White Sox. What do you guys make of that? I don't really know what to make of it. Um, all I know is that Manny Machado met with the White Sox on Monday and didn't meet with the Yankees until Wednesday, but he met with the Phillies on Thursday. So, obviously, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, well, he probably went back out to breakfast with the Sox. Like, I don't, we don't really, we know he stayed the night in Chicago because his flight for New York didn't leave until Tuesday. So, that alone says to me that, like, even if he wasn't with the Sox, he was still in Chicago, and someone with money isn't just going to sit in their fucking hotel in Chicago. That man went and saw the city. He went, and, I mean, he had his wife with him, so I don't really know how much he did, but even now, like, he could have went to the fucking Chris Kendall market, dude. Who knows what Manny Machado did the night that he was in Chicago. But all we know is that if you spend a night in Chicago and you got money, you're going to have fun. Yeah, so, honestly, I mean, I feel like kind of like a stalker. Like, we're following this guy around. But right, also, I, feel like I mean, TMZ. yeah, exactly. But, like, you know, the media cameras, like, around there. It's, you know, a big decision. He's going to get paid. Uh, it, he you said, know, I hope they took Manny to Connie's. Yeah, I just saw that come in, too. Contract. So uh, where, where do we think they took Manny Machado on his two-day tour? Now, here's the one thing that really fucking scares me. Al's some beef. of this, Well, Al's Beef would be good. I used to work at Al's Beef in high school. Gene and Jude's. Gene and Jude's. Here's the one thing that scares me, though, is you guys don't think that there was any possibility, especially with some of the Addison Russell news, maybe tinfoil hat time here, Johnny Nani, uh, you don't think there's any possibility that he snuck in some time with Theo and the Cubs on Tuesday? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good Is question. Is there a possibility that the Cubs are the mystery team? That's what I'm saying because he did spend the two days here. He was involved in a lot of stuff. You know, there was he wasn't always seen. Everything was kind of kept under wraps, and there has been talk of a mystery team. Could the the mystery team be the Cubs? especially with what's going on with Addison Russell right now, it would make sense uh, that they'd be looking for potentially somebody to come play shortstop. Yeah, that well, makes sense. But you look at their books and where the hell are they going to find the money? Are they going to dump Hayward? Are they going to dump Darvish? No. Yeah, so, I don't think the mystery that's where, teams that's where the I Cubs. Come. I actually have a pretty lengthy list of mystery teams that could be in on Manny Machado. Um, one is going to be the Myrtle Beach Merriman. I don't know. If you've ever seen um, Eastbound and Down, but yep. 
Manny yeah. Machado would definitely be an electric side part to the Kenny Powers show. Yeah. Um, he could go play for the Cucumbas. He could have been visiting with Keanu Reeves on the south side that evening as well. You never know. Um, what else is there? We could have. There's nothing really else in the area. Uh, he could have been the Bad News Bears. Where the fuck was that film? Isn't that in Illinois too? No, that wasn't in Illinois. I don't know. Basically, what I'm getting at is the fact that like they 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 allude to mystery team. Like, what makes this team so different from the White Sox, the Yankees, and the Phillies? Why don't they want to become known? And does that play a factor in like how Manny Machado or Bryce Harper sees this mystery team? Like, do like are they do they feel like they're getting treated as like a side piece? Like, obviously they're not at the side piece, but like when you sit there and you don't make yourself as like known as the White Sox and the Phillies mostly. I mean, the Yankees are kind of new. I mean, I don't even think the Yankees are in on Bryce. I think they're only in on Manny, right, from what I've seen? Yeah, the Phillies and the they, White Sox Cashman, are the only two Cashman said that he didn't have room for Bryce. Cashman said he didn't have room for Bryce. Yeah, he really fucking doesn't. Where's he gonna, where, who's he going to put in center field? Giancarlo Stanton? So, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously one of them could DH. I don't know. that They do have room for Bryce. You, you, you Everybody has room for Bryce. Yeah. But, like... The thing is, is when you get into that territory of like the mystery team, I don't think any of, I think the team that they're going to go to is the teams that are being mentioned. I don't really think a team's just going to come in and swoop them out of nowhere unless someone just randomly clears space overnight. Like the Dodgers can go and afford fucking Manny and Bryce again. I don't know. Something like that could happen, but the way that the mainstream media is playing it out right now, I'm actually like super convinced that the Sox are going to sign either Manny Machado or Bryce Harper. And it's terrible for my mental health. One of them needs to sign as soon as possible. I don't think either of them are going to sign until after new year's. So, so have either of you guys NBC sports that put something out yesterday or on Twitter or whatever. It's like, who's been waking up in the middle of the night. I literally have had like sleep problems ever since the the winter meetings. Like I'm, I'm all I'm all I'm up all night, refreshing yeah. Twitter. Like just MLB trade rumors is constantly on any device that's attached to my hand. Uh, <laughs> I'm just waiting for something to come through. I'm I'm going through Reddit now. Here's something I I sent this to you guys. There's this really weird White Sox Twitter page that just opened up like in November. And it's this guy, John. I don't know if you guys John, dig in. Yeah. yeah, John. I don't yeah. know if you guys dig into Reddit, but Reddit is yeah. having a field day with this guy. And it's really weird because he's like within like a minute of every other like national guy. So he's he's either like somebody who's on his shit, come up, comes up with his own tweet right away and announces stuff right as all of the other guys are. Or he's a real source or he's what we – probably think he is is some you know just absolute fake guy i'm wondering who created him and i i have a feeling that he could be the next at not rick Hahn. i don't trust shit when it comes to any of that i like saw that on reddit too and like i was like a little late to the like party on that so i didn't really like know exactly what they're talking about like i was just browsing it on like the winter meeting days and everyone was posting about John, John. And of course they put it in like the brackets, you know what I'm saying, Tony? Yeah, he's got his own tag yeah. now. Yeah. So I like, I don't trust shit. Like, cause you know, even like some of the best accounts, like I think like White Sox Dave has even gotten like screwed over by like a fake, like Rosenthal or like whoever it may be. I, I don't know if that's exactly it. Um, but you know, it's way too easy at those time of year. People that just spring up and like try to gain followers by doing that putting out like outlandish rumors that aren't true 
Here's so, the open invitation. Here, let's have an trust. open invitation to John. Yeah. Come on. If John's listening, then sure. Come on, we'll discuss. I'm here. <laughs> Not you, John. Maybe, I, I, maybe I, John is John. You. I mean, dude, I. Yeah, we need to add another John to this podcast. Why the fuck not? Tony, just legally change your name to John. I'm thinking about it. I'm going through the things. So, at, from the 108, who started their own podcast, uh, said I need a code name. Maybe I'm John. Maybe John is my code name. Get the fuck out of here with that. There you go. Heard it here. Actually, first. honestly, I could see that. I don't know. You might. I got yeah. a lot of time. I got a lot, a lot of time. Uh, Sale says that John is Hawk Harrelson. Oh, dude. <laughs> Sale? When is Sale going to come on Shy Sox Weekly? Sales, <laughs> like, I don't know when we're going to get Sale on Shy Sox Weekly. I like this live stream, actually. Uh, this is actually kind of yeah. fun interact, because it's yeah. interacting with everybody out there. Um, so keep keep coming with the comments, guys. This is, this is actually making this a lot more fun. Um Back to back to Manny Machado though. Uh, what do you think that? Uh, what do you think, John? You said he's not going to sign until after New Year's, along with with Bryce Harper. I don't think so. What do you guys think? I don't. What, I, agree. I was actually gonna. I was gonna take it to the money side. What do you actually think that he gets? Oh. Well, so people are saying that Bryce is uh, like turned down ten years, three hundred mil. So obviously he's going to want more. Um, if you're Manny Machado why are you worth less than Bryce Harper in your mind? I'm going to want just as much fucking money as that dude gets. I think I'm the most, I mean, Manny Machado does not think his shit stinks. So we all know that he's going to want the highest contract. He's going to want more money than Bryce probably. I mean, so you're both looking, I mean, you're regardless looking in the ballpark of like 320, $325 million. So Manny's maybe like a 300 mil guy, but like, I feel like, like Bryce kind of set the tone early on by declining that nationals deal for like them being like grade a grade B being like, I mean, even Corbin, you could slot into like grade a, there were a couple of like top tier, like grade a guys. And then like beer B being, well, definitely beer B being like (laughs) Brantley Machado um, Mr. Hand comes in with Bryce 10 years, 375 with the opt-out after three. So like, I mean, if we're going to get like real in-depth with like opt-outs and stuff, I'm probably not going to be able to spitball a contract like that. Um, but yeah, that sounds about fucking right. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, I think he's definitely getting the opt-out at, at, at around three, four years. Um, I think 10 years is, is pretty lengthy. Uh, if you're gonna do an opt out at three, that locks him in for seven. After I think that's kind of a kind of a weird deal for for somebody to take. That's why I think that opt out comes maybe at like four or five um, to kind of split it because you get that if if you're Bryce Harper, uh, you get the chance to kind of gauge the market after a few years, or maybe you get two opt outs. That's um, what I was thinking. I was gonna say two. You get like one at three and one at seven, and just kind of split yeah. the contract up into kind of like. Uh, into quarters there. Uh, that yeah. I think that thirds, th- yeah. thirds. Yeah, that's kind of more realistic. <laughs> I thought you one. said thirds. I thought he's legit said thirds. Tree, 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 tree remaining. The third, yeah. Hey, uh, third period is just about to start. Well, Aloha, Mister Hand comes back with three years because of the new CBA, and I I do agree with that. Players got to be worried about what's going to happen in that new CBA. Uh, yeah. So that that was a good point there. Um, so maybe it's yeah, like I said, maybe three, six, three, seven. So uh, I don't know. I, I 
I'm just more curious to see who signs first. John, you, you're talking about set the market. I think there's a possibility that these guys are playing chicken with each other and they want to see what the other one gets and then command more. Um, nobody wants to be the first one to sign and then take less money than the other one. Uh, you know, their agents are telling them that. So, uh, I, I don't know realistically when I, when I would expect them to sign. I just know that, uh, they haven't signed fast enough for me to, to get a good night's sleep in, in quite a while. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, uh, well, I've been working at a different uh, shop, so I've just been getting dog shit sleep all week. So I've just been extremely tired and off my game. Uh, that's why we're, we've been a water guy lately on Shy Sox Weekly instead of a beer guy because a hangover at a different job site than you're used to is never a fun time. Well, that's why Johnny and I will uh, will continue to crack them. Uh, for me, in your in your, hey, we're in cracking your absence them for the Hawks game anyway. <laughs> All right, yep. so you guys don't have to like full on go to a break of the broadcast because I don't want to like leave our nine viewers in limbo. But this is definitely the first shy socks John the bathroom break. Um, the one thing about the live podcasts on Periscope is you guys are gonna actually realize how much I do actually piss while we record this show. <laughs> so that being said, I'll be back. All right. Well, while he does that, uh, Johnny, you've got the Hawks score up. Uh, how are the Hawks doing? Just give me a give me give me a quick little recap. I've been trying to make sure that uh, I uh, maintain good audio quality across this thing, and uh, this is actually a little bit more work on me because I'm I'm behind the control board. Uh, John, what's the score in the uh, in the Hawks game right now? Uh, Puck just dropped in the third period. It's three one Hawks. Uh, they went up. 3-0, two goals in the first period, uh, Gustafson power play goal, and then Kaner had a really nice vintage Showtime backhand uh, to put us up 3-0, and then uh, Sagan got into the slot uh, mid-third period. Um, but yeah, Hawks are looking decent tonight. They're forcing the Stars to play their game, which is good. All right, cool. So, yeah. so, so that's while... That's while I check while I check my phone, while I check my phone, uh, this is a little bit of an interesting development, Johnny. Uh, we just got followed by by John. By who? Oh, by, by John. By John. We nice. Just got, we just got a follow Welcome, from John. John. Welcome, John. Welcome to Shy Sox Weekly. Wait, John, like the guy we were just talking about. Yeah, you're lying. Apparently, that's no. What, he, uh, he he just followed Shy Sox Weekly, like as we were talking about him. I looked down at my phone while you were in the bathroom, and uh, we got the follow from John. Huh. That's peculiar. Interesting. That is pretty peculiar, if you ask me. John Wajo? Yeah, that's John. Ooh, nice. John. Journalist with integrity. Here we go. I wasn't going to lie and act like I knew who you guys were talking about. He's been huge on Reddit. Yeah, he's been. I don't think John's a Reddit guy. I'm a Reddit guy for like streaming games, but I don't go on forums. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that's <laughs> who's out there listening. Don't fuck me. <laughs> um. All right. So John's back. Uh, I'm gonna take a quick look at at our rundown here. Um. What else did we want to get into? Uh. Let's let's talk a little bit about some of the stuff that the White Sox have done 
uh, since the last time we actually recorded a podcast, uh, which was before the winter meetings. So they did make a move uh, during the winter meetings to bring in uh, Ivan Nova from the Pittsburgh Pirates um, to kind of shore up that pitching rotation a little bit. Uh, he's kind of going to slot in and take the uh, take the role of what James Shields did last year. Uh, what's your guys' take on that move? Uh, gut reactions on that? I mean, he's going to throw more strikes than most of your average back onto the rotation starters. He doesn't walk like that many. Like, I mean, I was looking at his like strike to walk ratio. It'll play. The innings aren't all there. You're not going to get the longevity that you would have gotten out of James Shields, but he's also younger than Shields. How old is he? He's like 33, right? Yeah. Nova. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. I, I don't really know. That was the deal that we gave up. We gave up uh, Yordi Rosario, some that, no name. Yeah, I was about to say because Alex Call basically was a bag of baseballs. Alex for, Call, but that yeah. was uh, the Andre Alonso deal. So basically yeah, a I bag mean, of baseballs for exactly. And then in the meantime, you don't have to go and worry about like making Dylan Cease come to the majors like right away because the, I mean the way the Sox are looking right now, especially if we don't sign Harper or Machado, like. We're going to be losing about fucking 90 to 100 games again next year. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. Yeah, it is what it is. I feel like they're they going to have to – my take on it is they're going to have to make a move like this anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, say, even, gonna... say even if you sign – like say they would have gotten on like a Eovaldi or someone, Corbin, whatever it may be, you're probably still going to need that fifth rotation piece. So now it's looking like he's the fourth, and then are they going to fill that? The qu- big question that comes up for me now, is are they trying to fill that from AAA, or are they going to go out and still look for someone in free agent? Like, are they going after a Dallas Keuchel? That's where I'm kind of, like, up in the air about it. But overall, I think one of those slots need to be filled by a guy like that, so I'm not totally against it. It's it's whatever. It's it. It will be easier on the eyes uh, watching Von Nova than James Shields. As much as we love the guy, uh, Shields, <laughs> competitor, uh, you know, just could you go back watch. and could you go back and give James Shields like a million or two million and just have him fill that fifth he spot? I mean, he's still a free agent. Nobody's uh, signed him yet, so yeah. You, I, mean, I mean, he could. That's that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I just can't watch. Dylan Covey this year. I, I really can't. Um, I was talking about this with um, uh, my buddy Jake last night. Uh, yeah, you can't You can't just fuck? watch Dylan Covey. What's going on over there, John? You having... A poster just fell off my wall and it freaked me the fuck out. Sorry. <laughs> Paranormal activity. John's got, John's got flying It was my Gold posters. Cats poster. John's I don't got flying. It, that, it was that's me. What... I did that telepathically. Yeah, fucking guy. But I, I, I Back, back to back to this. I can't watch Dylan Colvie again this year. I mean, that we've we've seen him now for for two years. He's gotten shelled way too many times. He had that good little stretch where every, he started to make everybody believe. Uh, that start know, against Sale was literally like that, my favorite fucking game of the year. <laughs> so like, I don't know. I hate Dylan Colvie just as much as the next guy. But well, he John, did John, me, do you remember? Do you remember some of our text messages last year about Dylan Colvie? Like I was like, we were like, first... we feel fuck. I was like, no. Well, at first it was like, dude, I feel bad for this dude because the Sox only call him up for like shitty fucking rain delay doubleheaders, 
that like they go and throw out some B team ass lineup with like no offense, Johnny, but like fucking you'll have like Nikki Delmonico, Larry Garcia, and Adam Engel in the outfield. Like it like it, I don't know. Dude, fucking Dylan Covey, I think had like what was it, seven no, he had no, he had like a seven ERA. I don't know how many fucking starts he had coming into this year, but I guarantee you at least seventy five percent of them were like double header second day second game starts. And yeah, that's he kind of like got like he got he kind of got shafted in that like regard, but also yeah. it's like a rule five like pickup. That's kind of like what you're. You kind of have to use it, yeah, from something. something like that. So I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I Dylan don't know. Covey I, actually played in the Arizona Fall League with uh, reoccurring Shy Sox Week against Sebi Zavala, and he like lit the AZ Fall League up. Yeah, he had. I think that was what. Last, yeah, last. I think it was 2015. Actually, it might have been 2016. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, no, I think it was 2016 because that's like when he was like, kind of like you thought, oh, there might be something here with the salvageable. Yeah, yeah, but obviously, we don't want to see him fill in a fifth rotation spot this year. So that's Dylan Kofi and Lucas Giolito. Get the fuck out of here. So <laughs> wait, before you piss off Jordan Lazowski even more, uh, we've got a few Is questions that, that come in here. Uh, First off, Ron Luce, uh, Dylan Covey is not the man. Fuck you. Uh, Shy s- on a low, low 630. Uh, the Sox roster is currently at 40. Thoughts on how they trim some fat to pick up another arm? John, I think you just answered that. And then yeah. uh, uh, Sales coming in with, uh, why did we get a non-hitting catcher like James McCann? Uh, let's talk about McCann real quick, mm. and then we'll talk about uh, – the Yonder Alonzo deal uh, that was made. So um, James McCann, uh, this this comes on the heels of us uh, interviewing Sebi Zavala, um, and then they go and sign McCann. Uh, that pissed me off just a little bit. Uh, I want Sebi Zavala train in the fucking yep. station on yep. opening day. Um, guys, I think you guys both feel the same way, but uh, give me your takes on uh, James McCann, who still has not changed his fucking Twitter profile that says he's a catcher for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, <laughs> I, I noticed that today. He still has the catcher's mask with the Tigers logo on it. Uh, I take that as a slap in the face. Uh, James McCann, get the fuck out of here or change your fucking Twitter profile. That's going to be our new thing. It's going to be, get the fuck out of here. We're going to fucking oh. say it with like the, yeah, James McCann, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just like that. All right, but, I mean, I guess I'll go first. I don't know, like, the advanced analytics of James McCann defensively. Like, maybe he has a decent frame rate. I don't look into shit like that, so I don't fucking know. Uh, but, I, like, think it, I think it's below average, John. Okay, so, like, then what the fuck do we do? I don't know. The only thing I saw someone post that actually, like, made me think twice about it is, well... He's been catching in the AL Central for years. He's been in the Tigers system. Like, he knows, like, basically the AL Central front to back. So that's, like, the only thing that basically made me feel at least a little okay about it. But I don't know. I'm still not all for it. Obviously, we want Sabi up there or at least, like, Zach Collins or or Yasmani Grandal. Like, they could – I want to see what deal Grandal signs. He hasn't signed yet, right? No. I want to see what deal he signs, and if it's, like, a very sexy deal, I'm going to be extremely fucking mad. They literally, like this guy just said, spent $2.5 million 
on someone that's like a career 240 hitter with like a below 300 OBP. All right. Well, the move tells me that they're waiting to see uh, what Zach Collins and Sebi Zavala are going to bring to the table. That's all this tells me. It's a fucking temporary, you know, short-term fill-in-the-gap, whatever you want to call it. That's what James McCann is. If Sebi Zavala comes up and starts tearing it up and Wellington Castillo isn't, Wellington Castillo isn't suspended for peds again, then and he's doing okay, then I think you could see even James McCann being DFA'd, to be honest with you. So, I whatever. It it sucks. I would have liked, you know, John, like if it comes out that Grandal signs something that's, you know, attainable for us and we didn't, you know, pursue that route, then I'll be, like, pissed off about that. But we weren't going to trade for Real Muto. We weren't going to give up what the Marlins want for that. So, people who were thinking about that route, I yeah. just don't understand. I mean, and I, you know what I, I think it is that, yeah, at least I'm hoping that this is what it is, but the vibe that I get from it is that they feel like those catchers will be ready mid season this year. You know, like they have with all their calls from triple a, uh, get them like the almost half season experience and then bring them up, whatever it is, mid July, late July, whenever they feel they're, you know, ready. Um, that's, so, that's, what I, that's what I think the move is, just temporary. This guy just said it, and I was I didn't want to cut you off to say it, but it gets to the point where, obviously, Kalame is probably going to pan out for the better for us, so I'm not really going to miss the whole Omar Narvaez deal, but wouldn't you rather have Kevin Smith back there than James McCann? Someone we're familiar with that, I mean, still is not great, but like... They basically let Kevin Smith walk to go. I'd get rather have Sebi Zavala back that, there, dude. Well, I'd rather have fucking yeah. Sebi Zavala. Give them the guy a fucking. Or Zach Collins. Well, Give going, either of them a chance. Give either them of them a chance. Them going and getting James McCann is clearly them saying like they're not giving them their chance yet. That's all that was. So like, if you're gonna do that, why don't you just keep Kevin Smith? Because you basically dicked us around and got us super like you're basically getting us off by getting rid of fucking Narvaez and Smith within the same week. It's like okay, we're gonna start seeing some of this new regime come up like as soon as possible. And you guys then, actually like Kevin Smith? No, I actually have a tweet. I mean, I loved when he hit the home run against the Cubs, but I actually have a tweet where when when uh, he did something, I forgot what the fuck it was, but I was like, I hope I never have to see Kevin Smith take another at bat in a White Sox uniform, and then like two months later, he's gone. You know what? I'm, uh, the, I might be in the minority on this, and whatever. Feel free to roast me in the comments on the Periscope if you want, but I honestly would rather see James McCann than Kevin Smith. You're like you're saying you'd rather have James McCann? Yep. Okay, I mean, I mean, and that's fair. They're basically the same fucking thing. It's just what I'm saying is like, wouldn't you rather go with what you're familiar with? And like this guy just said, the pitchers love Kevin Smith, like who the pitchers are familiar with, instead of having to get them to know a whole new catcher that might not even stick around. Like I don't know. It is what it is. Maybe they know something. They obviously know something that we fucking don't. Uh, maybe he gets along better if, with like younger guys. Maybe he's a clubhouse guy. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. See, that those are like the factors that you bring up there. Sure, that might be a different you know sort of thing. But the way that I'm looking at it is like Kevin Smith had his opportunity. Um, if he would have produced more at the plate, you could deal with the defensive inefficiencies. But ah, I. I don't know. It's, <laughs> I I'm at that point to where like I've seen these guys and like we're just trotting them out there like you know like whatever the past three seasons and it gets old. Like even 
for even as good as a year as Omar Narvaez had at the plate last year, I was kind of still ready to be done with them. And I'm glad they, you know, got something a great. They got a great return for Omar Narvaez. So I was happy with that. And I understand that, you know, it's there's all right. So you say like they're familiar with Smith and if he's a nice guy and, you know, they have good chemistry, that's a different thing than being able to frame them for, you know, however many pitches better. I don't think Kevin Smith was doing that. I'm not saying James McCann is going to be the leap, but it, I don't know. It, it's like a, it's a tough like uh, line to walk there. So I, I'm fine with James McCann instead of Kevin Smith. If you had to give me the option, I think honestly McCann will probably hit a little bit better than Smith. So. Well, I'm just waiting for the Seppi Zavala train. That's all I got to say. I think I think James I have, McCann might only be on this roster for about two to three months at most before he gets DFA'd. Uh, if if all goes well and if Wellington Castillo can lay off the PEDs, uh, we'll probably be seeing more Wellington Castillo than we will James McCann anyway. Uh, I think that's what people tend to forget here. They're getting a little bit bent out of shape on the move. Uh, this is a backup catcher placeholder. We'll probably see him about once a week, and that's about it. I probably see him like a little bit more than that. You know the White Sox are fucking big on DHing catchers. You might see Wellington Castillo DH a couple games this year. Like we'll see him more than once a week. But I yeah no I understand where you're coming from. Hopefully he doesn't stick around. Hopefully he plays better than we're expecting him to. Obviously we would love that, but we're realists over here on Shy Sox Weekly, and we know James McCann's just going to be a pile of fucking hot garbage. So. Uh, moving on, I let's think go to, let's go to Yonder Alonso real quick. Yeah, let's go to Yonder Alonso and then let's wrap it with our big announcement. Well, we'll go to break and then we'll, we'll, we'll do that announcement real quick. Uh, yeah, let's talk, Ooh, let's talk Alonso. Big robot. Let's talk Alonso. Um, you good? Yeah. No, you, your voice was kind of sounding like a robot. Yeah. Continue. All right. Uh, let's go to Alonso. So the White Sox traded, it was Alex Call. For uh, Cleveland Indians first baseman Yonder Alonso, uh, that made a lot of people wonder what the Sox are going to do with Jose Abreu. If you look at both of these guys statistically, they pretty much had the exact same year last year. Kind of an interesting move for the White Sox. If you look at it without any context and you look at it in a vacuum, uh, you kind of wonder why they would do that move. Um, John, why did they make that move uh, if you look at it big picture? To go get fucking Manny. Go get Manny. That's your brother. I don't even know. I just keep seeing brother-in-law. I don't know if it's Manny's married to his sister or if he's married to Manny's sister. But they're family. They are. He's married. Alonzo's married married to Manny's sister. Manny's sister. Okay, that's a pretty big fucking deal. Like, and that's Manny Machado's sister. Like, you're going to fucking. That's going to have some sort of influence. Like. The Sox are pretty smart for going out and executing that move like kind of subtly and only giving up a guy like Alex Call who, while he does produce in the minor leagues, he's a slightly above average producer and that normally doesn't correlate to being an incredible major leaguer. So I guess we'll see how that deal pans out. I don't think Yonder Alonso is going to DH that much. I don't know who put the tweet out, so sorry for not giving you your props, but someone said that in, like, Yonder Alonso's 
Like, because he played for the Padres for a little bit. And his career in the AL, he's played like 300-something games, and he's only DH three times ever. He doesn't like DHing. Um, does that mean that Jose Abreu is going to be DHing more? Does that mean that Daniel Pelka is not going to get as many at-bats? So, like, I don't know what that move specifically means for the White Sox. I just know that it was pretty important for the White Sox to be able to kind of slip under the cracks and execute that the week before, like literally like two days before Manny Machado was coming to meet with them. So he said uh, Manny is married to Alonzo's sister. Yeah, so I, I'm assuming that Joe Coolman is actually Joe Binder Binder from Sox on 35th. That's what I'd like to like to uh, uh, pretend. Um, if that's not Joe, if that's not Joe Binder Binder out there, please confirm. But uh, uh, Joe was saying that it that you had it backwards there, Nani. Um, Manny is married to Alonzo's sister. There was a correction. There's an echo. Okay. Yep. There's a little bit of echo there. Uh, there was a correction made to a news story earlier this week uh, that that did correct that. I think it was through the Chicago Tribune. All right. Um, I bet. <laughs> so you did here. not. You oh, didn't have you. totally bad information. You just made not. We're live. No cuts. Hey, it was a fifty-fifty shot. It was. That's like I said. I didn't. I didn't I, know I either. Said, that's, so. a, that's just what I thought it was. But yeah, you know, I didn't I'm, know. Either, I could, so I could also be dyslexic too. So you never know. Yeah, there we go. There we fucking go. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Rain Man. So Joe uh, Coolman okay. is actually Joey Donuts, not Joe Binder Binder. Oh, I know Joey oh, okay. Donuts. Yeah. We, we do know Joey like, Donuts. Shout yeah. out Joey Thank Donuts you. over there. Thank you, Joey Donuts. Okay. So Joey Donuts has been pretty vocal. Maybe Joey Donuts needs a little guest spot on Chai Sox Weekly. Hey, yeah, you guys make yourself episodes. known, and we will definitely like. We'll reach out to you. We'll figure out a way where we can incorporate you guys isn't, into the show. Isn't there like a fourth Ask panel? Questions. I don't know. I don't know which panel I'm in, but there's a fourth panel somewhere. It's uh screen in. I think it's over here. No, wait. It's, it's over, over here. here. As if you're talking to him right now. So, uh, yeah. in just 25 for anybody, seconds, it's gonna be over here. Any anybody <laughs> anybody who uh, who's watching this now who didn't catch the beginning, um, this is our first live show. Uh, we've not done this before. Uh, this was on a whim. We pretty much put this together uh, at about three o'clock this afternoon. I decided that I would try to do this. Um, so technical difficulties, we apologize. Uh, feedback is welcome. Uh, I've already had some reports that said we've had some distortion uh, issues. I think that might be related to internet. I've been playing with mixer levels. I'm not a pro at this. I'm just trying to figure it out now. So. Now, Anybody wants to distortion issues? I just want everybody to know that my head is already shaped like a pear, so that isn't any of the distortion issues that <laughs> you're you're seeing on the screen. <laughs> Tony's just speechless. All right, uh, um, are you guys ready to roll in a break and then kind of like yeah, we're say gonna how we're gonna we're gonna roll into a break. It's gonna be probably about two minutes. Uh, I'm sure John needs to take a bathroom break. Uh, we need to gather ourselves. We've got we've got a big announcement coming up right after the break. Uh, it's something that's going to be uh, pretty fan interactive, uh, listener interactive. So, uh, as John would say, look out for that. Uh, we'll be right back in just a few minutes. Uh, I'm going to cut it over to the commercial screen. Uh, John says go Blackhawks. Johnny says go Blackhawks. John says go Cats. Wow. I say go Sox. Um, we'll be right back.
we're back with episode 26 of Shy Sox Weekly. Uh, continued, so to say. Uh, Tone, how about we fill uh, everybody in a little bit on why this is a brand new audio clip that they probably didn't hear if they listened to our uh, Periscope video earlier on in the week. So the Periscope video that we did that was live, episode 26 live, uh, was going uh, somewhat well. Uh, I think there were some some things that we can improve on it. We got Uh, a lot of positive feedback. The one thing that I've been hearing from everybody is that we had a lot of echoing on Johnny and myself's end, which if you listen to this audio clip of Shy Sox Weekly, the actual podcast version, you will see that that was something with the video and that wasn't anything to do with our actual audio. So we're going to hopefully work on that by the next time that we go live for a Shy Sox Weekly episode. Yeah, so we we swung that little live stream together kind of on short notice, which was really cool. I thought it was uh, awesome that we were able to pull that off so quick. Um, and yeah, I want to improve on that. But part of the problem was is that about halfway through, uh, it wasn't even halfway through. It was like, more like the end. three quarters of the way. Um we went to a little break, and in order to mark our place in the podcast format, uh, I had hit the stop recording button. Um, I had then forgotten to hit the record button when we came back from that little break, had to gather our thoughts uh, and, and change around some stuff for the live stream, uh, some some graphic work and everything, um, which is going to be the next thing we're going to talk about. Uh, so my bad on that one. But I'm kind of happy that uh, we have the chance to record this little bit here. John, it's Christmas Eve, um, and we're going to make a nice little announcement here for everybody. Uh, This is an idea you came up with, uh, so let me let you uh, introduce what that idea is. Yeah, so I was really bored in my apartment one day, and I was thinking to myself how I can make Shy Socks Weekly better, or how we can make Shy Socks Weekly better as a whole, and some stupid fucking award show is on my TV, and I had this like super quick idea that why don't we do an award show on Shy Sox Weekly where we combine like awards for White Sox players. We combine like awards for like White Sox Twitter, which we always talk about. And then we'll combine like awards for like top podcast moments. So like we're going to have this huge award show broken down into separate little categories with a bunch of awards. We actually have a ton of them that we're going to list off now and let you know like all the candidates and whatnot. I'm looking at the fucking picture of me and my sock summer. But um, so we are going to probably be doing this award show early January, maybe mid-January now. The holiday season kind of crept up on us uh, pretty quickly, so... Obviously, we're not going to be planning anything about it for the next couple of days here. But, um, yeah, the 2018 Shy Sox Yearly Awards is going to be the name of it, or the Shy Sox Yearlies, as I like to call them. Um, but, Tony, why don't you go ahead and list off, like, a couple of the categories we got and a couple of awards to yes. kind of get the people an idea of what I'm talking about. Yeah, so some of the some of the little things that uh, we're going to have out there um, are we're gonna have like nominees, uh, just as every other award show does. Um, but some of these, some of these categories that we have picked out, and this isn't, this isn't a total list of them. Um, we've got uh, some really, really fun ones. Uh, we've got the Burt Reynolds Memorial Tribute Stash of the Year, um, featuring uh, Matt Davidson of the Chicago White Sox, uh, My Sox Summer from the 108, and our very own uh, Shy Sox Janda. Um, and his his Burt Reynolds tribute stash, uh, so that's one category. Uh, we might get 
uh, a late entrant into that as well. Um, we had uh, the best uh, best moment of the year uh, in White Sox baseball. Some of those include Kopech's debut game, uh, Matt Davidson opening day, uh, <clears throat> the Adam Engel home run robberies combined, and then uh, any Polka walk-off uh, moment. So these are actually going to be uh, partially voted on uh, by White Sox Twitter. Uh, so White Sox Twitter is going to have some influence into who wins these awards, as well as uh, some some other voting that takes place with that within Shy Sox Weekly HQ between myself, John, and Johnny. So um, we do, yeah, we do have a bit of an electoral college going, as you could say. Um, we got it's a good way to put a, it. Yeah, we got a good amount of people behind the scenes for certain. Like some of them we'll put on the Twitter so that you guys can vote, and the second the polls close, we'll delete the tweet so that like some. People like unless you're like looking at it right then and there, you won't know. Um, but we don't want to fully give the award show away by running polls on Twitter like that. So some of these awards are going to be voted on by like a select number of people behind the scenes of Shy Sox Weekly. Yep. So um, outside of that too, we've got uh, we're gonna have some play-in nomination votes. So you might not actually be voting for the award, but you might be selecting who. Uh, we need to select. So there's going to be a method to the madness. Uh, we won't get into it, but it should be a good time. Um, and then hopefully we can get some of these individuals who are nominees onto the award show um, that we will be hosting, um, which will uh, we're, we're working out the live stream for that as well, which is one of the reasons why we went with the the live stream just to kind of get uh, get our a little bit of a practice run. It was kind of a practice run. So that's exactly what that was for. I'm really excited for this. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff that we've got planned um, as far as this goes. Um, John, did you wanna did you wanna preview any of these other ones right here? Yeah. So um, one of the ones that I thought was pretty funny is uh, I think you came up with it: the uh, Sabermetric and Statistical Analysis Socks Tweeter of the Year. Yes, that's gonna be. A I really can just. Fun category. We need we need to get a T-shirt for that one like that like that saying that say that ten times fast for me you fucking can't that shit is too funny I like awards where it's like like says shit over and over like we have it right now as the 2018 Frank Thomas MVP of White Sox Twitter but who's to say we don't change that to the 2018 sausage pepperoni rising crust DiGiorno stuffed crust uh, MVP like we can. Really if, toy around with this. We if can you, really if make we, it funny. If any of the listeners want to sponsor an award, uh, our DMs are open. Um, they are fully open. If you have and, like any type, like you could literally work at fucking Jewels, and we'll literally be like, yeah, we'll th- uh, buy the the Jewel Osco best White Sox player Twitter follow if you're following along there. Just anything. We're trying to make it funny. Um, we're also trying to make it somewhat serious as well. We want you guys to be able to vote on some of these awards and yeah, hopefully we get a big viewership on it. So, and you're right. There might be some prizes, uh, along with some of these categories. And I do think that the saber metric and statistical analysis sacks tweeter of the year, uh, will probably have a prize attached to it. Um, not sure what that prize is going to be, but it'll be something. Um, and then, uh, we also have nice certificates uh, for people that John has has been tirelessly working on creating, uh, so that you can proudly display your award should you win one. Yeah, so we will be live tweeting during the award show. 
Um, the award winners. I will have pre-made graphics that we're going to put out. So we're going to make it as legit as we possibly can. We have a lot of thought going into this. Um, so if it sucks, you can only get mad at me for it. But I have high hopes for it, and um, I really hope that you guys can get excited for it, too. Like we said, probably, I mean, right now it's Christmas Eve. We're going to drop this episode Christmas Day, so Merry Christmas on that side note. Uh, happy holidays if you don't enjoy Christmas. But John, what are you doing for Christmas? What are you doing yeah, for Christmas? Here, we'll Let's talk, talk about, about Christmas. Yeah. Let's talk about Christmas. Uh, so today's Christmas Eve. I actually work on Christmas Eve. I'm one of the few that gets suckered into working on Christmas Eve. So when I get off of work tonight, um, my brother and my mom and our girlfriends are going to come over. My, not my mom. <laughs> my mom does not have a girlfriend. <laughs> but my brother and mine's girlfriend oh are going to come over. And uh, <laughs> we're all going to open up our Christmas presents. And I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Christmas Day, I get to spend time with like my dad and that side of the family. Uh, my parents are divorced, so I've always kind of done the split Christmas thing. So I know a couple people out there could probably feel me on that. Um, but yeah, so Christmas dinner, I'm actually going to be baking a turkey for the first time. I guess you, yeah, yeah a maybe turkey? broil. A turkey or, uh, turkey ham. or ham? I keep, ham. Saying, I keep saying turkey. It's going to be a ham. Thanks, Tone. Uh, so I'm going to be fully responsible for Christmas dinner. So not nervous at all. Um, looking forward to it. You got I this. actually, you've, you've, I was, you've, you've handled was a telling, lot this year. Yeah, I was telling Tone that I'm actually quite the cook. So not to toot my own horn or anything, but I do like cooking. So maybe I, uh, maybe we'll have Tony on food on for an episode when you talk about cooking. There we go. White Sox. Yeah, I, that that'd be a good time. Um, yeah, I saw Tony on food yesterday. I'm gonna see him again today, and I will see him again. Uh, tomorrow as well so as, um, as you should be because yeah. christmas is the time to spend with family so what how about uh besides seeing tony on food what are you doing for christmas tone so yesterday uh and i i kind of sent you and, and johnny a picture of this we went over to uh my parents house uh and did a gift exchange with uh my parents my brothers everybody um and, and that was a special moment for me uh for the reason that uh, i sent you that picture did you see my son's face when he opened up that tim anderson jersey your son loves Tim Anderson. That is his superhero. That was that picture made my heart warm. That was a great picture. I should I should probably tweet that picture uh, so people could see it. It my son tweeted at Tim. Tweeted at Tim Anderson. I'm gonna tweet it. I'll, I'll tweet it at Tim Anderson. Um, he got that Tim Anderson jersey from uh, from my brothers and my grand and his grandparents. Uh, and I mean this kid just lit up. He was ecstatic. He was jumping up and down. Um, so that was that was really cool. So we did our, our gift exchange yesterday. My brothers actually got me. Uh, you'll like this one. The uh, the Belton Bill Melton giveaway shirt. Oh, um, yeah. So that was that was kind of cool. Uh, today we're gonna go over to one of my aunt's houses um, on my dad's to celebrate with my dad's side, and then uh, tomorrow we will end up going to uh, my my wife's side first, and then um, after that we visit with uh, with my mom's side of the family so we kind of do the whole runaround thing it's crazy it's hectic the kids need to see everybody and uh yeah it's exhausting um thank god for my wife because um, she kind of gets everything in line and keeps me in order so uh without her i probably wouldn't make it to any of these things that's what they're for exactly so yeah that's that's my christmas um and uh i think you said it out on the on the li- on the live stream john but uh 
we want pictures of your your White Sox Christmas related stuff. Oh, so fuck! I didn't even bring this up. Um, I did like a like speaking of a gift exchange, I did like a little mini gift trade away. Um, and early Christmas present thing with my girlfriend and she got me the coziest fucking white socks blanket in the universe like this thing is awesome you got a white socks um, blanket which one is it I did I got it off and she got it off fanatics it says Chicago white socks or no it's a, yeah it's a Chicago white socks in a circle I'll send you a picture of it but it's got like the logo in the middle and then it says like American League on the bottom and then it has like uh stripes I don't know it's fucking yeah awesome. I might I might have the same blanket I don't know. Yeah, I've got a so, lot, I've got two White Sox blankets. And then if you order something from Fanatics right now and you get it before the thirty first, they have a twenty percent off coupon that they're sending. So I ordered this Northwestern hoodie that I'm actually wearing right now, which is a dope ass hoodie. So not to plug Fanatics or anything, like I totally just did, but <laughs> um, they have like there's a ton of good sales going on, so you can get a lot of good White Sox merchandise. I know Fanatics has a very good uh, selection. MLB Shop has a great selection. Um, even like the White Sox store, go ahead. I'm sure they all got sales going on, um, and I'm sure you guys are getting at least like Christmas money. I got a, one of those nice little Visa gift cards for my aunt. Maybe buy some more White Sox related nonsense with it. So, tis the season, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, with that said, like, uh, like I was briefly mentioning, uh, if you get something White Sox for Christmas, tag us in the tweet, um, send that out there. We'll retweet it. Go White Sox. Uh, especially on Christmas, it's always a good time to, to buy, like, like you said, John, buy White Sox related bullshit. Um, I don't know if you got the chance to visit the pop-up store in the Orland mall, but, uh, I was there for the, the Tim Anderson signing with my son. Uh, and there was a lot of good stuff that was in that in that little pop up shop. Uh, I could have probably spent an entire paycheck on it. <laughs> yeah, those stores are dangerous. Every time I go to the Sox game and I go into that little shop, I, I, like it's, I'm I always pretty, buy something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I even saw the. I don't know if you remember my Sox summer tweeting about the the White Sox pretzel. You you were at the game with me, I think, when we when we saw yeah, that the stupid pretzel. Stuffed animal pretzel. The yeah. stuffed animal pretzel was in the Orland Park uh shop. It was about half off. You uh, need to I buy almost, one and do a giveaway. I think we I think if it's still there after the holidays, uh next week I might head up there and that might be the the prize for for one of the uh the winners of the Shy Sox yearly awards. Oh yeah. So there we go. Look out for that. All right, look out for that. Um, let's go, White Sox. Uh, hopefully, by the next time we record, either Manny Machado or Bryce Harper will be a member of the White Sox. Um, <laughs> other than that, Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas and go White Sox. Go Sox.